One word can change your life. One word can make the difference between success or failure. One word can influence your today as well as shape your tomorrow. Here's our host, Dr. Craig Lauderback. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening. Can you imagine what it was like the day after the resurrection? Jesus was crucified on a Friday, and then two days later, resurrected on that glorious Sunday morning. Now, spiritually, this was a complete 180, leaving the kingdom of darkness in a shamble while heaven celebrated on the streets of gold and the disciples rejoiced on earth. Salvation had come. And this is the one word I would like to address, salvation. This word, as well as different forms of the word, are intertwined with various applications. For instance, people reference a breathman as a lifesaver. On the battlefield, there are dedicated areas referred to as safe zones. Those who intervene on behalf of others are told, you saved my life. But there is also a spiritual significance to salvation. In the Bible, the root word for salvation is save. It comes from the Greek word sozo, which is defined as saved, delivered, healed, preserved, made whole. The angel Gabriel, he used this word when he appeared to Joseph in a dream. After Joseph had received the news that Mary was with child, he was devastated. They weren't married, so who was the father of the baby growing within his fiancée? Gabriel brings clarity in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 1, verses 20 and 21, which reads, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Adam's sin had placed all of creation under a curse. Death, sickness, sin, along with every kind of wickedness, was shackled to the body, soul, and spirit of Adam, causing his spiritual DNA to be altered. The curse that enslaved him would now continue through his seed to every generation yet to come. Mankind needed saving. That's why God sent a Savior. We see this in the book of Hebrews, chapter 2, verses 2 and 3 which reads, For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? What is that verse telling us? There is no deliverance. There is no healing. There is no preservation, forgiveness. There is no salvation apart from Jesus Christ. To neglect God's provision is guaranteed failure. Jesus made this clear in John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 6, when he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There is no other way. Two thousand years ago, God the Father provided a way of escape. John the baptizer declared this in John's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 29, when he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus was conceived without sin, born without sin, lived without sin, 
and eventually died without sin. This is why death could not hold him in the grave. The grip of death is sin. When you remove sin, you remove the grip. He who was sinless, Jesus, became sin so those who were sinners could be set free. That's you and that's me. In fact, it's the entire human race from Adam until the end of time. People can't fix their sin. That's why they need a Savior. Spiritual healing came through the cross. And that healing is available for everyone. Jesus stated this in John's Gospel, chapter 3, verse 16, when he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus Christ came to do what we could never do. He is salvation. Well, that's it for now. And until next week, remember to choose your one word wisely. Thank you for listening. One Word is a weekly podcast with best-selling author and pastor, Dr. Craig Lauterbach. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Join us next week for One Word.